This is a public service announcement brought to you by Drinks with Dub Podcast. The creators and producers, namely Dub City himself, would like to inform you that this show has been produced with no chill, no filter, and a grand total of zero, let me say that again, zero fucks given. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you and you alone are responsible for any and all feelings of anger, insecurity, and jealousy, as well as being triggered or offended. Any offense taken will most likely be ignored. However, if you do choose to contact or troll the host in any way, you do run the risk of being publicly ridiculed and called out for being a sensitive-ass little bitch. Now, with further ado, ladies and gentlemen, your host, in the What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We back with a brand new episode. This is Drinks with Dub. I am your host, N Dub, aka Dub City. And I don't know if it's really the moment you've been waiting for or not, um, but this is the moment we're gonna give to you. Uh, we've talked behind the scenes about doing it, hadn't really talked about it publicly, but this is the day that Drinks with Dub meets bad credit. And I say that even though my credit's already bad, <laughs> but. I got one of the hosts of Bad Credit, Steven Angel, in the building. What's going on? What's up, man? How's it going? Uh, You know, chilling, chilling, hanging out, doing what I do. Uh, Just got back from vacation. Hung out with with Mickey Mouse for a while. Hell yeah. (laughs) Sounds fun. Oh, yeah. You know, anytime you can hang out with Mickey Mouse and Goofy... I don't, I don't know what you have to complain about. So didn't Mickey Mouse like bite somebody down there or something? They sued him. Not not that I'm aware of. I, I have no comment on the matter. <laughs> I saw some <laughs> kind of story where uh, a rat or somebody, and not a rat, or somebody, a rat bit someone down there, and uh, so people were having and, a field day with that. And they blamed it on Mickey. Well, because he's a mouse, you uh, know. <laughs> but Mickey's a mouse, not a rat. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He probably wouldn't tail if he got held up. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Which I guess, you know, Mickey Mouse getting in trouble for biting somebody kind of, that's a good segue <laughs> into kind of what we were talking about, the uh, the potential of fame, I guess. You know, you've got the podcast that you guys are doing. I'm doing it over here. You know, I think the goal would be to get famous. For sure. You know. My goal is just to make money somehow doing it, just to monetize it, which... In order to do that, you have to become famous because yeah. you need followers. Yeah, I read somewhere that you need like five thousand followers in order to generate any sort of income. So yeah. I got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I do too. I do too. We're not we're not there yet. No, but you know, fame would be the goal. Fame and money for sure. And there's pitfalls to fame. There's good things to fame. True. Uh, what would you think your biggest? Um, what do you want most out of fame if fame. you ever get there? Hmm. Fame, honestly, I think fame, like actual fame, celebrity would make me anxious, dude. I can't go into public. If I know there's going to... My class reunion last year, my <laughs> tenure class reunion made me nervous, man. I had to go see 15 to 20 people that I had known from childhood. <laughs> And I was nervous about that. So I don't know if I would deal with it very well. There are great things like you could get by with, you know, 
things you might not normally get by with, maybe let go on a ticket or yeah. free meals, beautiful yeah, women. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say anything about that because the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, yeah, we true. saw where that leads. She saw that. Saw I, that. I wouldn't go like that, you know, but maybe I'd pull someone out of my league. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. You talked about, you said a free meal. Here's, here's what I want most out of fame is... Because if you, when you think fame, you uh, you think money too. Yeah, you think that sure. you you have money to buy nice things, but when you get to a certain level of fame, you only have to buy things. Yeah, they just give them to you. They do. You know because you're famous, so they want you to have the product, so everybody else right. wants to get it. That's awesome. That's so, currency itself. Yeah, you know? that's more money. You know what I mean? Like the you know uh, the Grammys and the Emmys and all that kind of stuff. They have like goodie bags worth. Tens of thousands of dollars. That they I didn't give. know about that. Yeah, like they give these, like you know, they give these people like all the latest gadgets and goodies and yeah. such things, so that then they'll go out. They'll post and it on Instagram. Post it on Instagram. And most people have, if you're famous, you probably have a podcast anyway. Like I listen to the Joe Rogan Experience, and he's getting something free all the time. Yeah, he's constantly posting pictures on Facebook or like just saying it on his. His podcast is three hours long. Every episode is three hours long. It's insane. And they're super interesting. But the whole time he's pulling out these bags like, oh, so-and-so sent me this, you know. It's crazy. I would love that. It'd be awesome. You know, know, and my biggest downfall of fame would be not even like anxious like you said about everybody being in your business. I just want to be able to like turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. Like I want to go out and be able to be Namaya. Right, but you can't. That's yeah. why, have, why people go crazy. Yeah. That's why Kanye is crazy. Yeah. Well, he might actually have Kanye, like Kanye. mentally disorders. Well, but. well, Kanye has two problems. Kanye was crazy already. Yeah. And Kanye's fucking a Kardashian. True. You can't do that. You can't That's do that. That's a rule. That's a rule. I vow to never do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless I get famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unless you get famous, and then you have to. I think it's a rule. Unless I start playing in the NBA or something. Yeah, because then you... You lose the championship. <laughs> Ask Tristan Thompson about that. Uh, but you know, who you know, what are some things? Who have you watched like famous that you, I guess, follow or have kept up with or watched over the years? Um, I'll say Joe Rogan, just because that's the past year, and it's not over the years, but I started listening to his podcast probably fifteen or sixteen months ago, sure. and. Uh, which, I mean, he's a certain level of famous. He's not ultra old. I mean, he is, but only in certain, like... Yeah. I would say he's got almost like a cult following. Yeah. And that's the level I would want to take it. Because he, I feel like, in a sense, he can cut it off. Um, and he does... But the thing I love about him is he does exactly what he wants. He does his podcast, he does stand-up comedy, and he comments, commentates MMA. Those yeah. are his three things he loves. He makes money off of them, but he never feels like he's working. He yeah. literally does what he wants to do yeah. all the time. And that's that's what I think fame... It's not even fame. It's success. Yeah. I think that's what success uh, gives you. You know, That's what I would love to achieve. It's a very lofty goal, but I, I feel like you don't have to have a podcast. You don't have to be famous to get that. Yeah. All you have to do is find what you love to do, spend your energies in that area, and find a way to monetize it. You know, But not in like a vain way. But find a way to just do what you love and make money. And you can do that. You don't have to be rich. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. In today's world with the internet and the way we can all have 
so much computing power at our houses that we couldn't have 10, 20 years ago. Like, you can literally find a way to make money doing your passion. Yeah. It's just being smart. Yeah, like this. We're doing this in my kitchen right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's probably, you know, I think I've got about maybe $300 on this table that I put into this. You know, with and that's the laptop, the mic, and, you know, the headphones and everything. Yeah. That, you know, like you said, we couldn't have done this 10 years ago. You'd have had to find, you know, some place to get this equipment. And you'd almost had to go to a radio station and yeah. beg them to let you use their equipment for free. Yeah. And that goes into all kinds of politics. That's what I think is cool about the age we're in today. It makes it sucks because it's like. There used to be, like, I guess, gatekeepers and all this, right, but right. then you had to play the politics game. And now the competition is so deep, you the very best quality is going to rise to the top. And that's not always the case because you see, like, I don't know who these people are, but, like, Lil Tay, like the Cash Me Outside girl, they, but they found a niche, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, it, it, I don't even know if it's something, the Cash Me Outside girl, I don't even know if she found a niche, really, as much as she just she figured out a way to stretch her 15 minutes of that wasn't even fame that was more like infamy yeah but she did it I mean that's what a lot of people do yeah I mean there's you know like WWE the heel wrestlers I mean it's a little different but it's like you take the hate and you run with that it doesn't matter if you're getting clicks you get money (laughs) here's and speaking of WWE and a lot of people you know I'm a huge wrestling fan and a lot of people like give me grief for it one of my favorite guys in WWE right now is The Miz and he has been for a while. I don't know if you watch you know, how much WWE. I don't really watch, but I know who he is. He was off the real world, yes. wasn't he? Okay. Yes, and that's why I that's why that's one of the reasons I like him so much. Is that the Miz was on the real world twenty some odd years ago. And even on the real world he was talking about I wanna be a wrestler. I wanna be a WWE wrestler. You know, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he found a way to make it work. And he's been WWE champion. He's been the main event of WrestleMania. Like, dude is literally living the dream. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So, you know. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, so, yeah, I don't know much about that world, but he has no... Does he have any sort of actual fighting background? Or he he was just some dude who went on that show and then got into WWE? Yeah, yeah, no. He, yeah, as far as I know, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have any fighting background. I think he probably he played like sports and stuff in high school, you know, and was some form of an of an athlete. But you know, he went on the real world, and yeah. from the real world, he did the all the real world road rules challenges, and you know what I mean, and yeah. was able to stretch his fifteen minutes, and was able to get enough, I guess, fame and celebrity to at least get his foot in the door, which is that's all you can ask for. It's awesome that he did that. Yeah. I, I sort of, this made me think of, um, what the, what's his name? CM Punk. Yeah. He just, uh, I don't know what his origins are or how he got into the WWE, but he just lost his second UFC fight. Yeah. He has n- no real mixed martial arts training other than what he put in to get into the UFC, and they yeah. put him on a main card. Yeah. And I didn't watch the fight, but I actually bet on it, and I bet against him. Yeah. And I won. Yeah. But I'm assuming he got the shit beat out of him. Well, they said that this one, well, the it wasn't as bad as the first one. You know, the first one. I did one, watch the first one. Yeah. That the, was ugly. Yeah, the first one was ugly. This one was, I guess, from what I, from what I have read, it was competitive, 
but still one-sided. Yeah. Like, it was like, you're obviously losing, but you're hanging in there. Right. Dana White, though, was, like, mad at the other guy. I don't even know who the other guy was. Uh, but he said that he was dragging the fight on, like, playing with him and letting him hang yeah. in there. Yeah. And this guy was 0-1. They were both 0-1 in mm-hmm. professional mixed martial arts. Yeah. And he's like, dude, you should have been proving your point yeah. to move up. Instead, you, like, want to, like, basically spit in our faces, like, you know. Yeah. But no, CM Punk is, you know, in the UFC is an example of, I think, people being mad about of the fact that there's perks and privileges to being who you are. Yeah. Which I think people don't always want to admit that that's the case. Because, I mean, here's the, here's the reality. CM Punk has no business in the UFC. Nope. You know what I mean? He's in his 40s, I believe. And he decides that he wants to get into mixed martial arts. Cool. So that's what you want to do. No problem. But he should have been fighting, you know, in somebody's high school gym somewhere. He should have been getting the sheep shit beat out of him by Tyler Edwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's where it he should be like starting on that level. Yeah, that's putting the, in the work. And a but, lot of those people are mad. Yeah. Thing is, though, he sells tickets. But yeah, celebrity. Exactly. Here's the thing: is that the level of fame that CM Punk had coming directly from WWE? No matter where he fought, yeah. it was going to be a circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you mentioned Tyler Edwards. Like, the places that he fights in and has been fighting in, they're just not equipped to handle the kind of circus that would come once you put CM Punk right. on a card. There wouldn't be, the venue's not big yeah, the, enough. Yeah, the venue ain't big enough. To, you know, the infrastructure is not big enough. And he had, a, he had an opportunity to try something that he wanted to try and do it on a big stage. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the UFC is moving toward that. I don't know all of the like whole politics of it, but some new company bought them recently. Yeah. And they're doing more of cash fights mm-hmm. instead of like earn your way up there fights. Yeah. You know, and so this just plays into that. Yeah. And a lot of people, I listen to this other podcast, um, The Fighter and the Kid, and they got a former UFC fighter on there, and he just talks about how it's a sad it's sad for like the real fans yeah but they're gaining tons of fans they never had because these huge cash fights they're doing here's the thing here's the thing once you get to a certain if you're in the entertainment business so to speak which is you know I know it's a sport but that's that's what it is too you're at a certain point you stop trying to gain fans and you start trying to gain money right and CM Punk Brock Lesnar people like that they sell tickets. They sell pay-per-views. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if you're a hardcore fan that hates the fact that CM Punk is on this card, you're already going to pay your money for that pay-per-view anyway because you're a hardcore fan. Yeah. But somebody true. else that... Wasn't going to watch the whole thing. Yeah, now they might get yeah. drawn into it. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. And I'm not like... I've gotten into it more the past probably two years. So I would start to consider myself an actual fan of the UFC, yeah. but I'm not like a hardcore, you know, I couldn't tell you the whole history of it and right. all that. Right, because, you know, and that's, it's that way with anything. That's what, you know, that's what's, like I said, that's what entertainment's all about, is trying to, trying to bring in new fans. Because when you talk about hardcore fans, it's hard to lose them. Yeah. It's hard to lose a hardcore fan. Like, take whatever, the Cowboys. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, but better yet, let's go to the NBA. The Knicks, the Knicks are a historically great franchise, but they have sucked for years. Yeah, 
but there are people in New York that every year buy those season tickets. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. They're going to buy those season tickets every year. But then there's other people that aren't going to start watching and buying tickets until LeBron James shows up. Right. Or, you know, whoever, or Steph Curry's in down, they're going to buy tickets to see that game. Right. Which, all right, you know, you might think that, oh, they're not a hardcore fan, but guess what? Their money spends just as well as anybody else's. That's true. Yeah, they won. The last championship they won was in 73. Yeah, 73. I'm not sure where they rank as far as, like, uh, what about the Cubs? What about those fans who waited a hundred and something years yeah, to win a championship? hundred and eight years between championships. You know what I mean? And you've never seen so many Cubs fans in your life. But yeah. Th- there were, but there was people two years before that were still diehard right. Cubs fans. I have a friend who, he's from here, but he lived in Chicago for a while, and he was a huge Cubs fan. And he ended up moving away, you know, for that year, so I didn't get to, like, experience how crazy he went. But I know... He probably celebrated for a week. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But they sucked, and he was always, he knew all the players, you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, I don't know that level of fandom. I can't say that there's anything I'm a fan of that much like that. Right. I mean, I love the Titans. I mean, I'm probably that way with wrestling. But, you know, other than that, no. Um, I have have one of my best friends. He lives in Lincoln, Nebraska. uh And when, when I say that Nebraska football is a way of life out there, it is not an understatement. <laughs> like, How does it compare to Trasdo County football? It proportionately. It, it's above that level. <laughs> it's 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 really above that level because, like I said, I want I was out there to visit him at one point, and he's pointing out to me like players on the team, mm-hmm. like just out and all that's such and such, and it's like a third string lineman. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, but he. He knows him enough to recognize just his him face. just out in town eating at a restaurant or something. It's like, I couldn't tell you who the third string lineman was when I was in high school. On our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a friend like that about the Titans. He got, he's got a... Wow, that's loud. He's got a um, ticket, season tickets to the Titans. Oh, my God. He can tell you the last time Marcus Mariota took a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. I just don't understand. I mean... It's cool. I would love to love something that much, but yeah. it's like I don't get a time, you know what yeah. I mean, to do all this research. Yeah. It's insane. But it's cool knowing him because if I want to know something, like even for the podcast, yeah. like, oh, I need to talk about the Titans. I'm going to go talk to my buddy. You know what I mean? He can tell me everything. I don't even to do the research. You know what I've always wondered? I, I want to know who is the guy in the control booth that has all this knowledge like when you watch sports or whatever to, to put to up that. the random statistics like you know what the titans are three and 17 on third down conversions of more than six yards when they line up you know yeah, yeah with three receivers, three to, the receivers right. to the right and, and it's like <laughs> how do you get that information that quickly yeah, to, it's crazy dude that goes to speak about databases and technology yeah, i guess because they can just type it in and just this is like wait what up. like what how did what? you even recognize this situation was that situation? yeah <laughs> you know quickly I mean? to get it up on to my even search it yeah and then put it up which I know they run on some sort of delay, but still, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, talking about celebrities and all that, what do you think... So, I mean, I don't know if we really even scratch the surface on what would be, like, the downfalls of being famous and all that, but what do you think, when you become a certain level of famous, is your responsibility to better society 
if it is not your area, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's plenty of examples I could give. One would be like Kanye West speaking out in support of Donald Trump. Right. That's what he really feels. Like, what is his responsibility to say those things? Because he's really caught some backlash for it, but he obviously thought it was something he needed to say. Or was he just trying to say... See, with him, he's probably just trying to sell an album. You know what I mean? Which, I'm sorry, but his album sucked. I I don't know if you... Don't I, listen to it. I haven't had a chance to listen don't, to it. Don't. You, you didn't need to do that. It's terrible. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. And I don't know. It's a it's a touchy. It's a it's a touchy line to try to walk and figure out. Because I'm of the... I'm of that old school mentality of like Charles Barkley. When Charles Barkley said, I am not a role model. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Charles Barkley got paid to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't being paid to raise your kids. Right. Like, so I think that when it comes to celebrity, you know, and their influence on us, I think we need to take some of that responsibility for allowing them to influence us that much. I agree. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think there's a, you, I think there's a responsibility just in general to be a good person, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily think that it's, that it's your job as a celebrity to raise America yeah to raise America so so Charles Barkley I've heard that what you said but um, to what extent did he get in front of cameras and start like just popping off at the mouth about stuff like very often or not well because if not then that makes a lot of sense to what he said you well know I, I don't mean? know if it was so much that he got in front of the camera and popped off I think he was just unapologetic about yeah. who he was like he, you know, he he drank, he smoked cigars, he yeah. gambled, he, you yeah, know, yeah. he did, you know, he would get Had a shitty golf swing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think he got in. There was some incidents where I think where like he got into some scuffles with people, mm-hmm. you know, out and about, you know, and it's like, and it was less about the trouble that he was getting into, and they wanted to talk about the example that he was setting for the kids. And it's like that ain't my job. Yeah, like I'm not your child's parent. But yeah. see, I'm guessing that probably he didn't go look for a camera and then do it. You know what I mean? I feel like that's happening a lot now. It's like people are just wanting to be a spectacle. Well, just I, so they can get like the next headline or whatever. I don't even know if it's so much they look for cameras as much as cameras are everywhere. True. You know what I mean? They, they weren't mean, back then. Yeah, so the, yeah, they weren't back then. So, you know, everybody, you know, everybody you see has got a smartphone on. Which and a smartphone has a camera, so anything you do is instantly can instantly be news. Yeah, you know what it's I mean. Kind of scary. Yeah, that's the other scary part about fame, which I guess is not really scary if you're not doing shit you shouldn't be doing. Right. But, but see, I don't like that whole thing, and this can go into a whole different direction right now. But like the whole, you shouldn't be concerned with. Invasion of privacy if you're not doing anything wrong. Well, it's like, no, I just want my privacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like true, true, the whole true. Patriot Act thing where the government has all this new... Well, it's not new anymore, but at the time, they can now like read your emails, look on your phone, do all this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I get that I should obey the law, but I shouldn't have other people in my business like that. Right, yeah. You know? I'm but taking another step further, just don't put that shit on a computer you know what yeah. I'm saying so. you know what I mean like if you put it on the computer somebody can see it yeah <laughs> somebody can see that shit which is like it still amazes me that um 
people still like celebrities and shit still have their sex tapes leaked. Yeah, you know, on now that's on purpose. Yeah. They saw how what happened to Kim Kardashian, and they want to do it too. You yeah. Know? I feel like I yeah. mean I don't know I feel like sometimes those phone hacks with the like pictures like what was that one Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. That was probably legit. She probably didn't want that to happen, yeah. you know. Yeah. But if you see a sex tape, that was probably produced by somebody. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Edited. Like the only yeah like speaking of I think it was Khloe Kardashian who's probably my favorite Kardashian but that's what's I would agree with you uh, I agree with you somebody she was on some talk show or whatever and they were asking her about whether she was concerned about a sex tape getting leaked or if she had made sex tapes and she was like yeah I have but I made them on like those old school little flip cameras yeah and they're locked in a safe like there's nothing <laughs> that you can hack to yeah. you know like you'd have to break into my house and crack my safe to get them I was like you know what I ain't mad at that wow that's crazy As so what's the point like who watches it her I guess, I guess her and her whoever she's making them with I guess I don't know oh so she still has those phones yeah and she currently films them <laughs> I guess I don't know interesting as opposed to you know filming it on your iPhone and just waiting for it to get hacked because I'm sure there's people sitting around doing that trying to hack people's iClouds or whatever it's happening right now yeah I'm sure there's like at least 10 people that have access to everything I do online you know some Russian I got a call from Russia the other day I said hello how do you know it was a call from Russia it said it on my phone it started with a 7 it was like 7 plus and a bunch of other numbers okay I just hit decline yeah yeah I'm not answering that phone call yeah that's weird I don't, yeah, I don't know anybody in Russia. I've never been. Me either. Don't plan to go. Yeah. No. No. I've been a lot of places. Russia ain't one of them. <laughs> well, going back to uh, celebrities having too much responsibility raising America, I just feel like we, which I say this as a person with no children, but I know how my parents raised me. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like you just teach your kids that that's not how you should act you know what I mean right. as long as you raise them with good morals hopefully what they see it'll influence them but yeah. they'll know what's right and wrong you know what I mean yeah. and and you can like take that to the next level is don't get your political opinions from Kanye West yeah you know what I mean whether right. or not you agree with what he said he shouldn't be the one that you look to for guidance yeah. in the area of political opinion yeah like your opinion should come from you. Your yeah. opinion shouldn't come from a rapper, a, 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 an actor, or your friends, or anybody else. I don't know, it's been probably about two, three years ago. Uh, probably about two years ago. Uh, me and my son were sitting in the living room playing, and he just kind of random, and he was about, he was about seven, maybe, somewhere between six and eight. Probably about seven or eight. And he had he had his friend that you know he played with all the time, and he, like I said, we were just sitting there playing and talking or whatever. And he was like, "My friend says that it's messed up if boys play with dolls." <laughs> I just kind of sat there for a second. I said, "Okay, what do you think?" He sat there for a second. He was like, "I don't think it matters if somebody wants to play with something, they can play with it." Yeah cool and I just that was the end of the conversation I was like alright you know like we don't yeah, yeah. you seem to have it figured out so yeah. like you know what I mean like 
but you know I don't want him to like think that he can't do something because you know his friends don't think it's cool or right. you know yeah or whatever but like I said he seemed to have it figured out that you know if somebody likes something what's the problem right cool <laughs> as long as you can keep that yeah the older you get you know right cause that's you know that's you know cause I think we see that a lot I don't know if you I don't know if you have you ever watched the uh, 13 reasons why I haven't I keep seeing it on Netflix but it just seems like it's gonna be something that depresses me and I so mean, I don't ever click on it it's 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 interesting and it's it, I think it reminds you a lot of being a teenager. And like there was this one part where this mic picks up good. It does. That's what, when I popped it, I said, oh. Yeah. yeah. As you can hear, people, we are really drinking, so. That's um, why it's drinks with dub. Yeah, that's why it is drinks with dub. But there was a part where this guy's telling the story about this relationship that he had with this girl over the summer mm. who the previous school year had been labeled a slut. And, like, all his friends had, you know, made up stories about, and like, I did this to her and, uh, you yeah. know, this and but that. it wasn't true? Yeah, it, was, it ended up not being true. But he had this, you know, and they ended up hooking up all summer. And were both of each other's first. Yeah. And then when summer ended, he broke it off because he didn't want his friends to, you know, make fun of him and, you know, rag on him for hooking. And it's like... Oh, that is so high school. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you that a is. couple situations where something very similar like that mm-hmm. occurred in my life, you know, at that yeah. age. Yeah, and it's like, wow, that's, but you know what I mean? Like, but that's that's the world we live in where people, you know, are so influenced by, I guess, other people. Yeah. And, Did that girl end up committing suicide? Is that the one? Yeah, that's the one. Well, spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, well, she committed suicide before the show started. Oh, so if you watch it, you know. Yeah. Um, So have you heard this? I just looked this up on Observer.com. Don't know how uh, credible they are, but after that came out, that how to commit suicide rose by 26%. Yeah, I've I've heard that. Google search. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how accurate that is, but... I've heard that. Honestly, the number I heard before that was a higher number than that. Yeah. But that's just because, you know, who was it? Kate Spade, mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain recently committed suicide. And I, I heard a lot of people saying that maybe we shouldn't, uh, like, I don't know what the word is, glorify it. It's not glorified, but the way that they get all this coverage, it almost is glorifying suicide in a way. And that people tend to emulate that sort of thing. And so it's like you already have these messed up thoughts and you see someone that you look up to did it. You start getting curious. Maybe well, I could do it too. You well, know? here's the thing. Here's the thing about that is that's just, that's the, the 24-hour news cycle that we live in. And you say, I don't know if it's so much glorifying, but the coverage that it gets and it kind of goes back to fame. Tell me this. And he, you know. Name somebody you associate with the Me Too movement. Name someone that I associate with it. Man, this is going to sound so stupid, but the only person I can think of is Harvey Weinstein. Exactly. (laughs) Out of this whole thing, that's the person you know. Is the person that was doing these horrible things. We don't don't really know the... You know, we don't talk about the names of the victims and, you know, whatever. But that's the person we know is... You know, and you know, I don't like I said, like you said, I don't know if it's glorifying it or you know, publicizing it or whatever, but 
don't know. It's just one of those things that's kind of weird. Yeah. So do you know someone else other than that? No, that was that was that was my point. That's funny that I picked the person you said. Yeah. I mean, you could say you know. Could said Bill Cosby. You could said Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. the people that you associate with instead of the women that have been through this. Right. We associate the person the, and people that have done these things. That ooh, that's the famous person. Right. That made him famous. Yeah. Which I mean. He was behind the curtains, I guess. Yeah. And a lot of really cool movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. That's what fame... I mean, I don't know. He was obviously a piece of shit before he became famous, yeah. and that's why he became famous. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, when you get to a certain level, and you can get by with anything, who would you be, you know? Yeah. What if all restrictions were removed from your life and you could literally do anything you wanted to do like what different person would you be see I don't know how much I don't know how different of a person I would be with as far as I think the only the biggest difference would be the with me I think would be the level of concern for my financial responsibilities and not that I wouldn't be concerned with them but knowing that those things are taken care of yeah you know what I mean like if I don't have to you know if my house and cars and bills and all that stuff is taken care of easily like I'd be the person that TMZ would be in love with because you know if I was on the level of like a Drake or you know somebody like that of fame and money I would be the person to randomly call my friends and be like hey go to the airport where you're at we're going to Vegas tonight and just be in like a Hummer limo riding up and down the strip acting a fool and dare somebody to say something about it like you know what I mean yeah man talking about that like and then realizing that 99.99% sure you're never gonna get to that point yeah kind of depressing (laughs) but you know what I mean like I'd be the guy to walk into the bar and just you know like alright we're going out tonight cool just walk into the bar and drop you know four or five thousand dollars be like hey all this alcohol is paid for tonight yeah everybody's drinking for free let's have fun you know what I mean crazy and you know and kind of be of that Charles Barkley mentality I ain't a role model yeah like what's the point of having fuck you money if you don't say fuck you every now and then exactly just every now and then you know what I mean? I'm just going to go out and have fun. Yeah. And not be concerned about, oh, my image or is somebody watching me? Like, no, I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor the way I want to. But still, you'd get that hate online. Hey, you know, hate, you know, here's the thing is I think hate probably gives you more publicity than love does. You're right. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, look at Donald Trump. He got hated all the way to the White House. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hated all the way to the White House. But you know what I mean? But you take a lot of these people, you know, the, um, that movie, the, the interview that came out a few years ago with, um, um, one of the Franco boys. I think it's James. James Franco is the only one I know. There's what is it called? The interview? The interview. I think it's James Franco and Jonah Hill. And what are oh, you? yeah. Kim Jong... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I say it on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that King guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know anything about that movie until all the fuss and controversy came about, and they weren't going to put it in theaters, and they canceled the release and all that. Yeah, because what he said something like, "What he got mad? Kim Jong got mad about it." Yeah, or I don't even know if he got mad, or they said that he might get mad. They were scared he would get mad, and you know, oh my god, what if he gets mad about this movie and blows us up? Yeah, we're not, we can't release this movie, but we'll put it on Netflix instead. That's so crazy, dude. So have it. So the last podcast I did, we talked about this a lot. But what do you think about? Donald Trump going over there and doing what he did. Like, what? What's your opinion? What, are we talking? Are we talking about meeting? Just the fact that he went over there, and met him, shook his hand. They signed some sort of convoluted deal that who knows whether or not it means anything. But like, what is your opinion of it? Did it do good? Did it? Was I, it purposeful? This, this is what I said to my girlfriend, and that, and then, and this is basically what these two idiots are. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody, how did I put it? No good come from a dick swinging contest when you both got little dicks. <laughs> That's funny. You know what I mean? Like, because this, this is basically what both of them are. They both have some sort of complex about themselves that they have to make this show and exert their dominance over whoever it is that they're right. trying to exert it over. And nothing good comes from two people trying to do that. Yeah. Because there's there's only one outcome. Like, you're both going to get mad at each other. And True. You, and you're <clears throat> going to be mad at yourselves. And we're the ones that have to suffer for it. That's true. But I think, in a way, that this was Donald Trump. And I really do think this. I think this is... And, and maybe it's like a leveling game. Um so maybe it's sort of some reverse psychology, but I think Donald Trump is trying to go over there and say, hey, man, I'm not trying to have a dick contest with you. You know what I mean? Like, let's be friends. And I think in a way that that does some good, just in the fact that we recognize him as being a leader of a country. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's a possibility, but here's, here's what it all comes with. Here's what it all boils down to. All of it. It all boils down to nuclear weapons. That's what it all boils down to. And at the end of the day, you know, I think we kind of talked about it on our on the podcast we tried to do a few weeks ago. With nuclear weapons, nobody's going to be happy in a world where some people have them and some people don't. Right. And if I have them, I feel good about myself. Yeah. And I don't want you to have them. Exactly. Because if you have them, then what good does it do me to have them? Yeah. And if I don't have them, I'm trying to get them because I know you have them. Yeah. So, because here's the thing. Nobody wins in nuclear war. No, we all lose. Everyone knows that, though. Yeah, everyone knows that. But I guess the problem is that if I'm going to lose, I want to make sure you lose, too. Yeah. Like, if you're going to fire nuclear weapons at me, I want to be able to fire something back. Yeah. Here's the thing. I th- a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are way more... I don't know what the word is, so I'm going to say negative about this situation than what it calls for. The fact of the matter is that America has the best nuclear weapons program there is. uh, Secondly is Russia. Mm -hmm. So everyone else 
can just go fuck themselves, yeah. basically. They can't do anything. And they're not going to, if they do have nuclear weapons capabilities, they're not going to shoot them because they're all going to die. And that's the thing. It's like playing chess. You have all these moves lined up. No one's ever going to use any of those moves. It's all about getting them into check. You know what I'm saying? And like, where I don't even believe that North Korea has nuclear capability. If you, if you, Kim Jong Un supposedly shot an 18 on an 18 hole golf course. Okay, that's his news. Like, okay, so is this guy's word credible? He says he has nuclear weapons. I don't believe him. Right. He has his people are like five three. Yeah. Like they don't have food. I doubt they're they can make a nuclear bomb. But eat, uh, like even if they did, they're not stupid enough to shoot it because we're gonna blow them off the map. Yeah, you know. But I think it's just the. I think it's just. I don't know. I think it's the level of posturing that you can't partake in. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like in the you know the the old west or whatever back in the old days when we would we we're gonna have a duel at high noon outside the OK Corral. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. You got your pistol. I got my pistol. We'll shoot it out and see who wins. Yeah. If I don't have a pistol, <laughs> you're gonna talk a lot of shit till you get up to that line. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's not much I can do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so if we're arguing in the bar over a poker game, and yeah. you, you know, you said, "Well, let's go have a duel and settle it." Ah, well, I don't, I don't really like that idea. You, you win. Here's my money. Yeah, you win. Here's here's my money. <laughs> You know what I mean, and I think that's I think that's what it boils down to with a lot of these countries, yeah. and you know when it comes to a lot of stuff, and when it comes to dealing with nuclear weapons, is that if you don't have nuclear weapons, then you that's a chip you can't play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, hey, we need you to do this. We need you to do this. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Well, if you don't, we got some nukes we can fire at you. Yeah, but see, the thing, man, political like on this scale just political not political but international relations is so interesting because what you have right now is you have North Korea is basically being funded by Russia and China which pretty sure China has nuclear capabilities I know Russia does yeah and so they're we're only going to be able to push them around to some extent yeah you know what I mean before they step in and Although we may never fight each other, like United States, Russia, and China may never go to war together, they can get in proxy wars. Like we can prop up some small little government over there and make them fight against whatever country they decide to back. And we have these little wars through other countries. You know, yeah. that's what's going on in Syria right now. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and the whole thing's crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. You know, I know that, and I've always been the type of person that. I am fully aware that these things are important. You know what I mean? Like, um, all the stuff being talked about on, like, C-SPAN. Right. You know, I know that these are important things. But if they just throw some titties in there or something, (laughs) maybe we would watch it. Not even so much that. I mean, I I think, I think in a lot of ways, I look at how does this really affect my life? Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, the stock market crashed. I didn't have any money invested in that shit. I don't have stocks. I know there's ripple effects and, you know, all of this that I will eventually feel, but I don't understand, you you know, not even so much the understanding of how it works. I can't tell you really how my day to day life 
has been affected and is different from when Bush was president yeah. to when Obama was president and to now when Trump is president. I will tell you one thing, and you're right, and I agree with you 100%. It's like if you don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in the stock market and it crashes, who gives a fuck? Yeah. It doesn't affect you. But I will tell you this. I've noticed a larger amount in my paycheck since Donald Trump became president because he did, I don't even know what he did. He did something to lower taxes. And now the withholding from my check is less. So that's nice. You yeah. know? That's one nice thing I can say. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but you know that. With yeah. Obama, I got my health care extended to when I was 26 on my parents' plan. You know, that's yeah. one thing that came from him. Yeah. And then before that, I couldn't tell you anything because I wasn't old enough to really know what yeah. the fuck was going on in the world. Yeah, you, know? But, you know, like I was in college when Bush was president. You know, or part of the time I was in college. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, like a lot of these policies and stuff, like, I have not, and I and I challenge, I challenge you if you have and you're listening. I have not sat down and read the entire Affordable Health Care Act. <laughs> yeah, have, what is it, like two hundred something pages? Yeah, I've not done it. Okay, so I can't speak intelligently about it. I will say this: I think it should be basic human nature to provide health care for your citizens in some form or fashion I think that should just you know what I mean I think that should be understood and this is a good thing to try to provide healthcare for people I think that's good yeah if you think that's bad I question your standing as a person now I can't get into all the details of how much this person pays versus how much that person pays and when it becomes communism and right 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 you know, see I used to disagree with it on the basis of those things but it's like thinking more about it it's like we all pay taxes so why shouldn't we why shouldn't some of our money go back to us when we're sick you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's like if we're gonna pay taxes then that should be one of the things it goes to not some kind of I don't know weird ass shit where we pay some independent contractor to go over and shoot a bunch of people playing with sticks and mud you know what I mean you know what I mean like I watched I remember I'll never forget um, watching an episode of MTV Cribs with uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And he basically had an entire Old West village on his property, complete with like a saloon and a jail. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just ridiculous setup that he had on his property. And I'm sitting here watching this thinking, like, dude, you live in a city with homeless people and you've got this much spare room you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, just for you and I don't know his family situation. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. He's married with kids or whatever. But I know he has kids and probably an ex-wife. I'm guessing just because he's a but NASCAR you know, driver. <laughs> probably so. But you know what I mean? Like you're, you know, this super gajillionaire, right? And you've got 75 acres of property. Yeah. So and, look, this goes back to what we what we were touching on is at what point does it become your responsibility to do something? to better your community, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what we're getting into now. So, at yeah. what point? Is yeah. that his responsibility, or is he allowed? I mean, he earned the money. Yeah, you know I mean, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know. Earn heart. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but... You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a, you know, I guess it's just a perspective, I guess, of, like... You would just hope those people would have good enough heart to do something. Yeah, to you know do what I mean? something for, you know. And I don't know, and I don't... 
you know, I can't speak on it, you know, because it doesn't get publicized. Yeah. You know, you don't know how much people are doing. Yeah. That is not getting talked about. You know. What well, I mean? here's the thing: the people who truly care don't care about the publicity about it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And another thing, kind of like talking about the same stuff is I, do, I just my views are that it's not the government's job to do those kinds of things, but the community's job. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe not even the federal government's job but more of the community. So hopefully if you had those people in your community, they would help. Yeah. But the thing is, they don't have to. And that's yeah. where you get into this like yeah. I- ideological argument is like, should we make those people? Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? I, and I don't know about making them. You know what I mean? Encourage them. Yeah, Somehow encourage them. tax incentives to, yeah, you know, instead I of paying the government, you help your community. You know, I think there should be, like I said, you know, we spend, you know, I don't know how much, you know, America pays in taxes and where it all goes and, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know all the details of the infrastructure, but I feel like the average American citizen should not be afraid to get sick. Right. Because I can't afford to get sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, hell, I'm in that situation right yeah, now. you know what I mean? Like, what is good, like, if something happens, like, if I break my arm... How much debt am I going to go into? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, not even that. It's more like for me. So it's like I'm scared to get a cold or the flu or whatever because, dude, my insurance, my deductible is high as fuck, man. It's like, dude, I got to pay $2,000. I don't even know. It's, I think it's $5,000 a year. Yeah. Before you. It's like, fuck, I'm just going to ride this out. Yeah. I, I hope I wake up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I can barely breathe. I ain't going to the doctor. Fuck that. Yeah. I literally just had this conversation with my buddy because he's got something weird growing on the bottom of his foot, dude. Mm-hmm. And his deductible is five hundred dollars. I was like, dude, that's nothing compared to mine. Yeah. Like, just go get that shit taken care of. His foot might fall off. Yeah. And he uses the same shower as me, dude. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm not going to the doctor. Like I've always been that kind of person. Like I'm just not gonna do it. Like. I'll be alright. When was the last time you went to the doctor? Last time I went to a doctor? God, I know it's been 10 years. Damn, really? Yeah. To a single, any kind of doctor? Yeah. You must have like a grade A immune system. I, yeah, dude. I, don't, I don't get sick. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Have you ever been like real sick and you just said, fuck it, I ain't going? Um, no, I probably, I don't know, probably. Probably sometime after it was probably sometime after my son was born, I probably came down with a case of the uh, case of the flu, and you know I was just kind of in bed for a few days. <laughs> you just you know, wrote it out. Yeah, I just wrote it out. So fucking like, crazy, dude. The last time, the last time, I'll tell you what. The last time I had medical treatment was two thousand and eleven. I had an ulcer in my eye. The fuck? Yeah. I had an ulcer in my eye and I had to go to the eye doctor. How does that happen? I, I you strain your eyes too much? Yeah, probably. Not taking care of my contacts and Oh, yeah. Shit like I don't that. know about I don't have contacts. So, but that was the last time I received, like, medical care. What about the dentist? Um, yeah, that was the last thing I did. Yeah, that was probably the last thing I did. I went to the dentist. Um, I had a wisdom tooth pulled about six. No, probably about seven years ago. And then, no, that was in, no, I was living in the house. So that would have been in like 2010. Damn. 
I thought I was bad. The last time I went to the dentist was in 2013. I feel like it's just a cleaning. And to me, that's just crazy. I went, I went to the dentist. The last time I went to the dentist, I went and got some x-rays done. And that's been probably three or four years because I was playing basketball and took an elbow to like, oh, took shit. an elbow to the mouth and kind of, and just went and got it checked out to make, because it felt like my tooth had gotten like jammed yeah. up into my gum. So I went and got uh, that checked out. But what is that? That's been it. That's been my medical history for the, the, <laughs> the past decade. <clears throat> but yeah, like I said, you know, like everybody in the house will get sick except me. Like That's I crazy. had to, probably about a month, month or sometime in the past two months, I came down with like a 24 hour stomach bug and had to, and I, actually, I had to call out of work, which I never do. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. And like nobody, nobody, you know, even I'm, you know, I'm working at McDonald's and I've only been, I've only been working there right now since about January, but I'd wor- I've worked there off and on for a number of years. Yeah. Most of you know. And when I called up, when I called my boss and told him like I was sick and wasn't coming to work, nobody questioned me. Yeah, he like, must be your- yeah, yeah, like if he's, <laughs> if he's calling out of work, he is sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's. I don't know, man. I haven't. I can't tell you the last time I went to the doctor. I I feel like my immune system's pretty good, but I will just work from home or something. If I feel shitty, I just be like, oh, I'm gonna stay in bed a little bit. Yeah, if I could do that, I would. <laughs> and I would do that probably more than I should. Yeah. Like well, I, I do <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, like I, oh, I actually just went to bed late last night. <laughs> I'm a little yeah. sick today. You know what I mean? I had a I had a job that I used to work on the weekends. Um, and at the time I was working two jobs and I had a job that was like 12 hour shifts Friday, Saturday and Sunday and at the time I was I was younger and a bit wilder and was you know partying a lot on the weekends mm-hmm. and I'd call my supervisor at like 5.30 in the morning and we would have a conversation about whether or not I was going to come to work oh, that shit. day because <laughs> we'd go through like how many points I got you know, oh, shit. when do I got a point coming off? Can Is that I, like a write-up or something, basically? Well, I, the way this place worked was you're on a point system. So, like, if you missed if you missed a full day, it was like one point. If you missed, like, less than a full day, it was half a point. And they would stay on for X amount of time, and then they would roll off or whatever. And, it, you know, like, like so it was one of those situations. And... So I just kind of see, like, how I many, where am I at on my points? Yeah. When do I got something coming off? Can I spare this? You know, <laughs> whatever. Is there a way you can give me a vacation day or, you know, lack of work or something? That's and, so funny, man. And if we went through all that and he determined it, all right, I'll, I'll see you at 630. I'll be there. Well, <laughs> you know. I hate that, dude. But, you know, I mean, there'll be times when, you know, because it was... It was a warehouse job, so there'd be times when we were slower than others, and so there'd be times when he would just be t- able to tell me like, "Hey, we're probably only gonna work like three, four hours a day anyway. I'll just put yeah. you down for lack of work." Yeah. I'm like, cool, appreciate it. <laughs> see, you, see you tomorrow or whenever. I was scheduled to be back. <laughs> I remember those days of partying too much. Mm-hmm. And these kids today can't party. 
like I work like I work with teenagers and they'll show up to work at like three, four o'clock in the afternoon talking <laughs> about being tired. I'm like, shit. Get out of here. Yeah. Dude, it's impossible to be tired at three or four o'clock. Yeah, like you ain't done nothing. I know <laughs> you didn't. You ain't old enough to have done nothing. It's terrible, dude. Like, man, I would I would leave the club and finish my beer in McDonald's parking lot <laughs> and be at work at seven. Yeah, anybody can do that one day. Yeah. Just come in, dude. That's the thing I'm scared that our society lacks today is a pair of balls. You know what I mean? Just like nut up and do something. Yeah, it is. Quit it is. letting the world kick your ass. Cause it's just like coddling, man. Yeah. The whole world is being coddled. The world can't fight. If you if you step up to the world, the world's gonna buckle. Yeah, that's the thing. If you just do something, you're gonna be successful, man. Cause nobody's doing shit. Yeah. Like, the majority of people I know, which I know a lot of great people, but more than those, I know people who don't do shit. Yeah. It's like, if you get off of your job and you don't do anything for yourself, what the fuck do you even exist for? You know what I mean? Right. There's so many of those people that just go home and just beat down. It's like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's sad. It's happened to a lot of my friends, man. Yeah, you see it all the time. You see it all the time. People you know well. They just got no energy. Yeah. I'm like, I got plenty of energy. I just ain't got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's 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 our problem. Like, we'll, we'll do... I'm down for whatever if you got an idea or something to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we were talking about earlier, the... Uh, um, before we started recording, the, uh, the beer festivals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, those things are awesome. Like, it's just... And what it is, is it's smaller breweries Mm -hmm. that you know you probably unless you're into like local small you know craft beers that you probably don't know about and they're basically just trying to you know get the word out about who they are and where they're available and they just they'll have tents set up like usually in like a big circle Mm -hmm. and you just go and they'll and you pay like it's usually like 25 30 bucks for admission and you just sample beers all day Dude, how many of those people are just like mid to late 20 white skinny dudes with beards? Did most, you see it? Most of them. Dude, we should go out there to the next one and fucking get our podcasts and be like, yeah, you should I, come on our podcast and promote I, your beard. Dude, you I've know? thought about that. You know what I'm saying? I've really you thought about You know they would do it. You know, That's you know, some hipster shit. Yeah. Like, I've seriously thought about that. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's a cool time. Like, most of, you know, all the ones I've been to have or most of the ones I've been to have had like live bands playing and shit yeah and, you know it's a cool you know my girlfriend's been to at least one with me and she didn't even drink beer but she she has a great time you know what I mean because it's all people just everybody there's just chill and yeah. just kind of relaxing yeah you know what I mean there's you know some people get drunker than others because we're you know hey it's sweet. dude I probably wouldn't walk out of that place yeah. man. <laughs> you know what I mean it, it, it is but Cause, like I said, and you can drink as much as you want. You know, I mean, they'll pour you. You know, like I think they pour you like maybe two or maybe three ounces to kind of sample it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if you want another one to pour it, you know, right up to they'll pour. They'll keep pouring until it's gone. Man, where was the one you went to recently? You uh, were talking about. I used I usually go in Nashville, and there's one coming up in September. Uh, I think it's uh, Nashville Brew Fest. It'll be at the uh, Sound Stadium. Okay. And I've been to that one, and it's it's pretty cool. And then there's um one over by um 
on Two Rivers Parkway, mm-hmm. the, like two, the Two Rivers Mansion or whatever. It's like a beer and wine festival. I can't. It might just be Two Rivers Beer and Wine Festival. Might be the name of it. But I mean, it's cool. It's a cool little thing. Nashville Brew Festival, September twenty first, twenty eighteen. First Tennessee Park, seven to eleven. General Mission, eight to eleven. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna go there and try to promote the podcast. Oh, I mean, mostly I just want to meet some of these brewery people and see if they'll come on the podcast, dude. Yeah, that's I, a uh, great idea. We should just go team up. Yeah, and I imagine you know a lot of them, want, especially the you know ones that are like local, local, mm-hmm. because you'll have you'll have people from out of town that you know you know are coming in and you know because a lot of these beers are available in different places yeah you know what i mean like i don't know how into you know beer you are but the dailies here in town like they have like when you go in the beer cooler they have like a section of local we can like buy and pick yeah Yeah. then you can do like the little pick six or whatever and pick six different ones i do that on a do they have local ones? I mean, I noticed some sort of local, like, I mean, I don't know, like, do they have good people? Have you ever had good people? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a there's a lot of, and I say local, and maybe I don't know if local's the right word, maybe I just mean, maybe it's smaller. Yeah, 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 like microbrews or whatever. Yeah, like microbrews, I think is a, what a lot of these would be classified as. But there's, let's see, there's a brewery out of Nashville called uh, Yazoo. Mm-hmm. Who they make some pretty? They make some really good stuff. Yeah, you know they I mean? do. They do a. They actually do a, a show called Comedy Out the Yazoo at uh, Zanies. Yeah, they're actually having that this weekend, I think, or maybe next weekend. Yeah. they do it. I think once a month, but they sell a bunch of Yazoo products. Yeah, and they have good comedy, man. Yeah, uh, it's funny because I do a, some open mics or whatever in Nashville, which yeah. I've been doing a little bit. I'm not fucking anything to talk about but some of the people that I've been doing some open mic with are actually performing this time yeah pretty neat yeah but you know what I mean like and so a lot of times a lot of times when I go out to eat you know restaurants and stuff and I kind of I want to drink I'm like I want to have a beer but I'm like like not gonna drink you know what I mean like I'll ask them what they have local you know and just you know and try something try it yeah try it and it's a good taste man yeah it's a good taste and you get a little buzz yeah you know what I mean? Try but to, it's heavy in that old belly. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> That's is. what's bad about it. Yeah. I quit drinking like heavy beers recently, but probably about to start back. I think I'm just going to try to get up to like 220. I weigh like 175. <laughs> I ain't weighed 175. I'm going to try to put on 50 pounds if I can, man. Fuck it. I ain't weighed 175 probably since... Eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Well, I'm five... Seven and three quarters. Yeah, I'm I'm just under. I'm right at six three. It's yeah. a change, which ever which nobody believes me. What do they think you're taller? Yeah, everybody's like you're like six seven. Six, I would think eight. you were taller. Yeah, dude. So when are you gonna come do me and Sam? I gotta give a shout out to Sam Hicks, the other half of the Bad Credit Podcast. Uh, I had an idea where I was gonna try to get you to act like him on here because I think sometimes y'all sound similar, man. It makes me laugh. That's just because we're black. No, see, it's awesome. not, but now I'm in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are in a corner. See, look, see how easy it is to play the race cards yeah. that quickly. There's no fair, dude. I backs you into a corner. It's but like no. a joker. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, joker's wild. What no, just go, do? just go, look, listen. <laughs> look, listen. See, there it is. No, but uh, you got to come do our podcast. Oh, yeah, man, definitely, definitely. 
you know I'll come on, I'll come on it and I'll be a little I'll, I'll I'll bring the other side of myself I'll be a little bit more uh, a little bit more intelligent for the uh, for the bad credit podcast <clears throat> you guys like to, you know you guys tackle some more serious topics well, sometimes that. we do and then sometimes we get just absolutely weird with it so yeah if you're you feeling kind of crazy hey you know I feel you know I, I, I go where I go where I go I follow the beat of the drums that's kind of what we do the cool thing about doing it with someone else all the time is that we're constantly bouncing ideas off each other yeah. all day so it's like basically wherever our conversation left off that's where we pick up and just do a podcast yeah so it's a, it's a lot easier to do it with two people man yeah. it, it'd be hard to do it all the time by yourself yeah yeah, and it, I mean it's a struggle sometimes, but once I can once I can get somebody here, you know, on the mic with the headphones on, yeah, it you know usually it flows pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, like this this is going well, and I mean like so we just did one last week with Will Scruggs, that was our best best podcast I feel like because we got some new ideas into the mix. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like that is a good thing if you can get guests all the time. Yeah. It's great because you're bringing someone who you haven't been talking to all the time yeah. into it, and you don't even have to dig for material. Yeah, you know, so that's you know, that's the thing. That's the thing about trying to, you know, I thought about a couple of times trying to do an episode by myself, but I think drinks with Dub when it's just Dub would just, <laughs> just alcoholic would just be some weird guy sitting around drinking. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know how yeah. that plays. So that that might sound like a cry for help. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sitting in my house and everybody's asleep and I'm drinking, talking to myself. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how that's, that goes. That's, you need help. Me and uh, before me and Sam started <clears throat> doing it, I had an idea to do it by myself, and I I recorded a couple little. I wouldn't even call it a full episode, just basically me talking into the microphone, and I just like this ain't gonna work. You yeah. gotta have some kind of banter. Yeah. Which you can. I don't know. You know Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. He does one by himself. There's a guy named Theo Vaughn who does one by himself. See, here's here's what I learned about that. And when I first started, when I first started the podcast, um, I would try to, I would do like a little, I tried to do like a little monologue at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, to try to organize the show, I would yeah. do a little monologue and, or what on a topic and I think I would play a song and then bring the guest on or whatever. But, I realized that I, not that I can't, I just don't want to be that organized right. with this show. Like I, I want, get it. That's kind of your like thing. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like and I didn't want to have to sit out and write it out and plan it. And, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's easier for me to just pick a place to start. Yeah. You know, if I can get the first, you know, couple of lines and sentences or whatever that all right, this is where we're gonna start and wherever it goes it goes yeah see I like to I do uh, I mean sometimes Sam does it but I try I try to do like an intro thing just to let people know like be warned we get weird on this one or like we have a sponsor I like to mention them up front Precious Memories Photography Photography shout out <laughs> gotta give them a shout out yeah. whenever I can gotta do the shout outs we're trying to do a, a cornhole tournament in July man you should come out dude you should bring some people I don't, I don't know how many people I know that play cornhole. Do you play cornhole? I I have played cornhole in the past. I don't know how. Well, basically, we're just going to be drinking and throwing some bags and some boards, man. It's going to be fun. Okay. There is a $20 buy-in, and then whoever wins, wins. Okay. But you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? You can just come hang out yeah, and yeah. talk about your podcast, because we're trying to get, so far, we got like six or seven teams, so that'll be like 14 or 16 people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
out there just hanging how many, out. How, how many people are on a cornhole team? Two. 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 Okay. Yeah. See, see, I don't see, and cornhole is one of those things that I'm aware of and kind of know the gist of it. I don't know the official rules of cornhole. You know, we do get a little serious. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, like, yeah, yeah. Like I sit back and watch, and I've seen people play it, and I'm like, you're throwing a bag at a board, and you're arguing about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see it didn't go in the hole. So what's the problem? <laughs> like, so basically, you play shuffleboard, right? I've I've, I've played shuffleboard before. I, I can't really tell you. It's kind of the same. So like. A bag on the board is one point. A bag in the hole is three points. The if you cancel out, so you have to have more bags on the board than the opponent, and you count those. So if you have two on the board, I have three. I have one point. Uh, okay. And so if we both have one in the hole, we have zero points. Mm-hmm. If I have one in the hole, I have three. And it's first one to twenty-one wins. See, I know twenty-one. Yeah. And I will play basketball. So oh, okay. we, we know twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, that's a special number. Yeah. Seven times three. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, that was multiplication that you just did. <laughs> That's what that was. Well, I mean, seven, seven's a biblical number. Three is a lucky number. Three's well, also three's seven's, a, three's also biblical. And seven's lucky. Yeah, seven's I don't lucky. know why I said three's lucky. Three's not really lucky. Yeah, the bad things happen in threes. Yeah, like deaths. Yeah, true, true. Like uh, Anthony Bourdain. Kate Spade. Kate Spade. And I would say extentacion. I mean, he didn't kill himself. Who? I mean, yeah. That was sad, though. I've been kind of mourning his death. I'll uh, save that for another time, though. Yeah. I mean, he had some controversy in his life, but he was very talented. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm. I have. I have. I have opinions on celebrity deaths. That you know. I think people don't necessarily like that, you know, because I see so many times like when people, and I, I'll tell you exactly where it comes from, is that my grandmother died two days within, she died within like two or three days of Paul Walker. Really? Yeah. And I remember seeing on, you know, just on social media, this outpouring of grief of how people were going I'm just going to miss Paul Walker so much and I'm yeah. so heartbroken that Paul Walker's gone and I'm like you you you've never met Paul Walker. Yeah. Like how can you really be heartbroken that Paul Walker's not here anymore? And that's not to you know say anything bad about Paul Walker yeah. or any celebrity. Like I know that anybody, you know, everybody has a family and friends and people that are going to miss them. I just don't feel like you are one of them. Right. Like, because you watched his movie. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so when I see like, Oh, a celebrity died and you're just, you're, you're torn to pieces. Like I'm not buying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're mourning Paul Walker's death when you didn't know him. I just lost my grandmother, who I've known my entire life. Right. I think there's a difference here. There is a difference, for sure. You know what I mean? That's the thing, too, with Extentacion. Like, he... I really did like his music a lot, you know what I'm saying? And he was super young. He was 20. 
he was a piece of shit, man. He did a lot of bad things, but the thing is, is he was 20, and he could have learned and bettered himself. Yeah. He never got the chance because he was murdered. Yeah. That makes me sad, just ideologically. Yeah. And then, two, I really respected his music, and I was looking forward to see what he could have done when he was 40. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He might have been one of the most genius people we ever met, musically. Yeah. I'm not defending anything he did, because right, right, it's right, god-awful. Right. But he didn't get a chance to better himself as a human. And I don't get to hear his music. So I'm sad in that way. I almost posted something on Facebook this morning, and I erased it because it's like I'm not gonna be that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I didn't know him. Yeah. And this isn't about me. You know what I'm saying? So I just I will talk about it. I am gonna be doing a podcast that's solely based around this, but that's it's more based around his art. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But and I definitely get that what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And with like celebrities and especially entertainers is what you liked about them and the reason that you love that person or you know have these feelings about that person you'll always have that yeah you know what I mean like you know Paul Walker you know or Extension or whatever the things that they've done that made you like them mm-hmm. they're still around right you know what I mean you can still pull up his music and listen to it yeah. whenever you want to yeah, yeah. you can still order or go you can go buy the DVDs of Fast and the Furious or you know whatever entertainer it may have been you can still watch what they did I think the thing is what could have been Mm -hmm. I think that's but that's the thing that sat in death always it's like you know what I mean like what could have been in the future is not gonna happen you know you know what I mean I I think there's I think with I don't know I think there's with death with people that you didn't know personally, I think, yes, there's always this uh, maybe empathy mm-hmm. or understanding of, you know what, like, I know there's people that, you know, are going to miss this person. It is sad that this person is not here anymore. Yeah. But it doesn't personally it doesn't affect you. sadden me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think I had that experience. Um, the first, the first time I think I really had that experience of that difference was um, when the tornadoes came through here mm. real bad. And yeah, 08. Yeah, and, you know, one of my classmates died in that tornado. And um, her son, you know, who was just a baby at the time, you know, survived. Yeah, that was crazy. Dude. Yeah. She lived, I literally lived a mile from her. Yeah, so probably a few days after that, um, me and my girlfriend at the time we went to um, I think a, a Bible study group that she was a part of or mm-hmm. something in the area and it was I want to say it was in Lebanon where this Bible study group was and they had seen it on the news and you know such things and you know mentioned it I think before the prayer or whatever you know about the young lady that had passed away and yeah. you know this and that and you could I could just kind of feel the I don't want to say a disconnect but I could feel the difference in like this is a story that they've seen and this is this is somebody I've grown up with yeah you know there's a there's just a difference yeah and I don't think I don't think people on social media take the time to realize that right. they just realize that oh my god I love Tupac's music and yeah. I want to wish Tupac a happy birthday yeah. like no there's people that actually celebrated Tupac's birthday yeah. with him his entire life I think I wonder 
if like once they hit that level though the families can recognize that because like even like with x i'll say that to be short but like even kanye west he posted something on twitter saying i never told you how much you inspired me but you know you were a true inspiration you know and that's cool and i'm sure the family like appreciated that you know what i mean but as far as if you're going overboard saying how like you're saying how sad you are it's like no you're not you might be bummed out yeah because you're bumming yourself out about it it's like oh man that you know know. that sucks you know what i mean like yeah i mean appreciate that someone was lost but don't go overboard you know what i mean put yourself somewhere you don't belong yeah you know what i mean like your day-to-day life is not going to be affected by this right you know what i mean like it's the same thing with major politics Yeah, life isn't affected by that shit. Celebrities, 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 and famous people don't affect your day to day life at all. At all. Or federal politicians. You know who does though? Trussell County politicians. Maybe we should be voting more on our local levels. Ooh. Getting involved with our local governments. Ooh. And quit worrying so much about what Donald Trump's doing or what Kanye West is doing. Yeah. Or what XXX Tentacion is doing. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, yeah, that's the truth, though. Because people, you know, I, I don't know. I think people want to live in a world that's not theirs. It's easier to do. Yeah, it's easier to it's easier to focus on what the Kardashians are doing than what the people around you are doing. Yeah. It's easier, less painful. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Yeah. Uh, I could talk about this forever. Yeah. It's it's just an escape, man. Yeah. It's the same thing that leads to substance abuse. <laughs> and there's, we're and sitting there's here no, drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, it's, a, it's an escape from your reality. Yeah. And if you can put some focus on that. Yeah. You, you don't need, you need to find a way not to escape your reality, but to change it and enjoy it at the same time. Right. Take control. Yeah. Take control of your reality. Dude, I got to piss so bad. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I should have said that. Yeah, well, go ahead. Where is it? Uh, right there on the right there on the left. Yeah, you know. This 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 is what happens, people. Do a monologue. Yeah, this is this is what happens on uh on drinks with Dub. Um, we drink, and eventually, if you drink long drink enough, you have to go to the bathroom, and that's that's what happened. So, this is this is me during a bathroom break. If I was a professional, and you know, on that level, I would I would say cut to commercial. This is this is where we would cut to commercial and play some sort of other segment. But I don't have those. Like I just kind of go with the flow, and I've lost my guest. So I'm just gonna ramble for a few minutes, and hopefully you'll continue listening. But in all seriousness, um, I've been watching the clock and this episode has gone a while so if you're still listening to it at this point what you are listening to is part two of the episode with Stephen Angel from the Bad Credit Podcast joining me on the Drinks with Dub Podcast because I told you when I first started I was going to try to keep the episodes about 35 minutes and we're you know well 45 we're almost double that but that's what happens when you have a good conversation um, a couple shout outs I want to get out just for the fun of it uh, shout out my man got a boy to Don uh, Ace Click Ace Click Forever you know always can't forget that um, 
Shout out my man Papu. Shout out DUI. Also Ace Click Family, Hilltop, you know what I'm saying? Um the last episode I did with Sammy with uh Papu, I talked about it. Uh I hopped on a track with them, which I ain't done in a long time. That was real fun. I don't know if I don't know when it's gonna come out, if you've heard it by now. Um, maybe you have, maybe you ain't, but trust me, I killed that motherfucker. Cause that's what I do. I rip verses when I when I decide to get into the studio. Uh, Stephen Angel's back. Could you do a rap? Nah, uh, nah, not not right now. I didn't. Uh. Nah. Uh, I hopped in the studio with uh with uh Sammy. Oh yeah, I listened to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Where can I hear that? Uh, what the the, the song? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I was just featured on it, so. You'd have to you'd have to hit hit them up. You didn't ask about it, like, hey, when's this gonna come out? Nah, nah man, they hey, they can put it out when they put it out. You know, I just I just drop I just drop bars. That's what I do. I don't worry about the the specifics of the release and all that no I more. Gotcha. You know, <laughs> if you need bars, I got you, and then you can do what you want with them. You know, Hell yeah. but if you steal them from me and try to pass them off as your own, I'm gonna call you out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did somebody do that? No, 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 nobody's done that uh, th- that I know of. Uh, I did have a situation where uh, I seen uh, I seen some people posting lyrics from a song that uh, we had done uh, me and me and Gutter Boy and DUI and they had posted my lyrics and gave him credit for it and I was like hold up hold up that was my lyrics that was my verse on the song like you know, <laughs> I was on the song too damn it <laughs> you know yeah but you know it's all it's all good it's all love um Shit, anything you want to say before we get up out of here, before we wrap this up? Man, just go check out Bad Credit Podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. And that's it, man. Come check us out, and hopefully uh, Namai will be on our podcast soon. Yeah, I will be. I will be, and hopefully, hopefully it'll work out better than last time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what happened last time. Pissed, pissed me off, and I was just I was like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. That was bad. Because yeah. we went hard. Yeah, we, we did. did. We did some good debating. Yeah. It might have been good. I don't know. I was drunk as shit. I drank like nine beers. We did a podcast. I drank nine beers during the course of that episode. Oh, God. But it was like two hours, dude. Yeah. And we were, we were on the phone for like an extra hour and a half on top of that. Yeah, because my computer was having issues. Yeah, yeah his, computer had, his computer had a virus at the time. My computer had issues. And yeah. then uh, it ended up your computer. Had yeah, and then my computer <laughs> caught his computer's issues. And that's that's what happens when computers start. We're gonna do another one. Come check us out. Me and Sam Hicks. Bad credit podcast. Shout out Sam Hicks. Uh shout out Sam Hicks. Shout out uh Shout out who else do I need to shout out? They ain't shouted out in a while. Shout out Tyler Edwards, because he's turning pro, isn't he? Uh I don't know. I think he is. He had his last fight and they were naming a pro. Yeah. And I know the person he was supposed to fight ended up backing out of the fight like 12 days before so he might not have gotten the showing he was hoping for uh, but I don't know the specifics I was hoping to get him on our podcast soon yeah uh, hey, he's, he's, he's a good guest yeah I heard him on yours when yeah. he did it before so but yeah man I, I really believe in him I think he will go pro soon yeah yeah I know he's been wanting to he's been wanting to um, so shout out to him uh, yeah let's just let's just do a shout out session real quick uh, shout, shout out, out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out Will Scruggs, uh, guest on their podcast really? recently. Uh, check him out on Facebook. He's uh, he's all he's always live playing some music. It's good stuff. Um, 
Shout out Gabe Ashley, stand-up comedian hey. in Nashville. Hey, Gabe Ashley. Hey, sh- yeah, for real. Shout out Gabe Ashley. Ashley. Is it Ashley? It's Ashley. I might have said Ashley. Yeah. I'm a little drunk. Ashley. Shout out Gabe Ashley. My first experience with Gabe, I had recently um, dropped slash flunked out of college. So I was back in Hartsville after basically a year and a half of being gone. And I'm starting to, you know, run with the old crew or whatever and running with some people that are, you know, year or so younger. And all I kept hearing was Gabe this and Gabe that. And I'm like, who the fuck is Gabe? Like, and this kid had moved here from Lebanon, like senior year of high school and took over. Like he was running shit. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And I went to a basketball game. And I'm sitting, you know, sitting, you know, in the bleachers, watching the game, whatever, whatever. And I see this kid come up, you know, come in the gym on crutches. And people were pushing themselves to get out of the way to allow Gabe to have a seat. And I'm like, I ain't never seen no shit like this in Hartsville in my life. And this is a new guy. So that was Gabe. And then I went to his graduate. Then I went to a couple of his parties. Motherfucker had people... Coil and fire. Yeah, and, dude, he threw some parties, man. Yeah, One time yeah. I was doing Amway and I sold a bunch of, I sold energy drinks and like energy shots. Yeah, this fucking party. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think, I think Gabe is probably the only person I really know that can match me in throwing parties. Yeah, he like, goes hard. Yeah, like I, we we kind of tossed it around about teaming up to throw a party, really? which would have probably shut down about four or five counties. Damn. You, yeah. should, you should try to do it. Yeah, well, I, ain't, I ain't got no, I ain't got no place to do it because when I was throwing parties, I was staying in my mom's house and I had her basement. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Dude, I, I went and saw him at Zany's last summer, probably around this time. I want to so bad. He's like, funny, man. He's yeah. good. I haven't seen him at any open mics. I mean, I see some of the people that he's performed with. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of good comics yeah. in Nashville, dude. They're yeah. Just, yeah. Like I see him, you know, saying I see him posting stuff and you know his, you know, things that he's doing and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. I want to get to something, but it just never works out. And I'm like, you know, I have to work or I got the kids and all of this, but it's definitely something I want to do. Like I want to get to, I want to check him out because he is a funny dude. He's a funny dude. He is. Damn, I was gonna do another shout out and I forgot. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe it was Gabe. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. Shout Gabe out again. <laughs> shout out, shout out Gabe Ashley, man. He's funny. <laughs> funny dude, funny dude. Uh, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Shout out, uh, shout out Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, for fixing Facebook. I saw a Facebook <laughs> commercial on TV, and I was like, "What <laughs> yeah, the yeah. fuck?" Like, I've never seen a commercial. Like, I didn't know Facebook needed to advertise. Yeah, really. I thought Facebook. So there's was, people who don't know. About it. Like. I think everybody knows about Facebook at this point. Like, you're covered. No, what was the commercial, though? Sam, I think Sam talked about this on one of our podcasts. He said that they were saying, um, we're sorry that all that happened and we've taken care of it. And he was yeah. like, did anybody actually quit using it because of that? Because I doubt it. No, nobody has quit using Facebook. Nobody quits. Look, nobody has quit using social media. These are the only times, two times it's happened. Or three times. People quit using MySpace when Facebook came along. People quit using Twitter because their parents got on it. (laughs) And then, amazingly, a lot of people stopped using Snapchat when there was an issue with Rihanna and there was an issue with Kylie Jenner. 
I don't know about that. Yeah, like, I just read about it, and, like, their stock prices dropped and everything, because, like... What, they got off of it or something? Yeah, they got, like, they went on, like, a rant or something. I know Rihanna did, like, I forget what exactly it happened, but she went on a rant about it, like, fuck Snapchat, and... Wow. And everybody was, and a lot of people were kind of like, oh, Rihanna said fuck Snapchat, so... So bam. fuck Snapchat. Yeah, so fuck Snapchat, <laughs> so. so shout out to Rihanna. Wow. Shout out Riri. Yeah, but other than that, people don't stop using social media. Facebook ain't going nowhere. Mm. Snapchat ain't going nowhere. I mean, Snapchat might go somewhere because you can screenshot shit now. Yeah, They put in the GPS on motherfuckers. Like, the whole point of Snapchat was I can send you this shit and it's going to disappear. Right. The whole point of Snapchat is I can put in, I just now got a... uh, pound of weed in and I'm trying yeah. to sell it and yeah. now I'm taking pictures of four different flavors yeah and so, it disappears yeah like you either seen it right then and now the didn't. cops are at my door yeah so I'm deleting this app yeah yeah that was the whole point of Snapchat too many so, people doing that shit so now that, it's, now that that's gone I don't know if it works out or not but thank you for coming on I'm gonna be on the I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the Bad Credit Podcast cause soon next couple episodes yes. we gotta get you on yeah get me on cause I've been had Bad Credit this ain't this ain't no joke, you know. You know my credit's so bad they make me show ID when I pay with cash. <laughs> so you know that's so I belong on the bad, bad credit podcast. And talk to Sam. We'll we'll get him on on drinks with Dub. We'll just make it a, a you know nice little merry go round. Hell we'll yeah, dude. We keep doing this stuff, man. We gotta do it. Eventually we do a share cat or a, what do they call it? A swap cast. A swap cast or a simulcast. Or yeah, some yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Simulcast. Know. That might be what it's called. A simulcast. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, we'll figure it out and we'll figure out what it's called too. <laughs> but you know, just so y'all know, this ain't for for the people that's been watching us and seeing shit on Facebook. We letting you know right now. You don't have to choose. You can listen to both podcasts. We're not in competition with each other. In fact, that is the point. Yeah, that is the point. Listen to both. <laughs> yeah, listen to both. Support local podcasts. Yeah, su- support your local podcast. Both of them, people. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both the local ones. <laughs> both of the local podcasts from Harshville, you need to be supporting. But other than that, I think it's about time to wrap this shit up. And, you know, we pushing midnight. Um, that's really all I got, so... Steven, thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. Um, My apologies uh, to the Munchkin. Ran out of time this episode. Maybe next time we'll get you on. But other than that, like I always tell you, if you knew better, you do better. Peace out.